So um, with that, I am gonna go ahead and turn the floor over to our main speaker, Ann O from the Santa Cruz area. All right, my name is Ann, Grateful Recovering Compulsive Overeater from Santa Cruz County Intergroup. Um, very happy to be here. Um, I kind of paged through all the faces and was like so excited to see so many the people that I run, would run into in the halls if the convention was face-to-face -face, um, was just wonderful. And of course, what I wanted to do was give every one of you a hug, but that's not possible over Zoom, and it's not possible even now if we were six feet apart. So um, <clears throat> just consider yourself all hugged. Um, I've been in program since 1980 um, and uh, just celebrated 38 years of imperfect abstinence on Monday, on the 6th. So um, excited about that. I mean, when I first came into program and I, I heard someone say they had 21 days, I just, in my head, I went, you liar. You're just a liar. It can't happen. It just can't happen. But one day at a time, and thank God in these times right now that we already knew about one day at a time. Uh, one day at a time, I can make it through just about anything. I haven't run into anything I couldn't get, couldn't get through doing one day at a time. So I'm just really, really grateful for this program. I just can't imagine what it would be like to be um, going through this pandemic without a program. And so um, one of the things that I do when I do share at, at meetings is that, and, and they want a topic, I, I ask what, uh, what step are you working on? And what for me, having been in program a long time, um, I don't, I'm not focused on like one step. I'm really, I'm really focused, if I, if I, there was a focus, it would be on step 12 and the part of it of practicing these principles in all my affairs. Because that's what it's all about, practicing the principles in all my affairs. And I learn what those principles are one at a time. I love that in our new um, 12 and 12, the second edition, that it has the spiritual principle for each of the steps in each of the traditions. So what I want to do is talk about the principles of the steps. So the principle of step one is honesty. Um, I was a really good liar, especially to myself when I came into these rooms. And I really have to pay attention to that still because it's a tendency that I want to downplay some behavior that I know really isn't, it isn't who I want to be. So I really have to be honest and working this program really helps that and talking with my sponsor, doing a daily 10 step helps with that honesty because I look at, you know, what, what I have done uh, for others or if I been if I did something to others, then I need to need to be looking at that and seeing what kind of amends I might need to make. So honesty is, is really, really important. One of the things that I, um, when I first came into program, I, I was living in Nebraska when I first came into program and I went to a day in OA and I, the only thing I remember about that day in OA is that some woman had the guts to tell me I hadn't taken the second half of the first step. 
that my life was unmanageable. And she was so right. I don't know who she was or I'd be, you know, I'd be tracing her down at this time. But that was, that was a wake-up call, honesty. I really had to look at what was happening in my life. I mean, I was working full time, I owned my house, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I was nuts. My life was certainly unmanageable. Step two, the spiritual principle is hope. There is a way out. There is a way out. And that coming, you know, coming to believe, you know, came to believe in a higher power who could restore me to sanity, came to believe. And, you know, there was that hope. And um, about five years into program, I had to fire my old God and hire a new one because the old one wasn't working for me anymore. I just needed to, I needed a different, uh, a different God. So um, what I did is I actually um, wrote a want ad for what I wanted from my higher power. And, and, and hired the person, hired the higher power that fit that want ad. You know, I want a higher power that would love me no matter what, whether I was being just a nasty person or if I was peaceful and serene. But I needed a higher power that loved me no matter what. Not one that was putting, you know, oh, check marks, another black mark. Okay, bad. You know, so I, I had to get rid of a God that was like that. And, and moved to a, to a God that really was, um, that really loved me and wanted the best for me. Uh, the third step, the spiritual principle is faith. And that to me, that goes along with trust. Trust that that higher power is gonna, when I turn my life and my will over to that higher power, that that higher power wants good things for me. I remember um, at, there were a couple of times when I just was having a really hard time with the third step. One was with my son. I was afraid that, that my higher power wouldn't take care of him the way that I would take care of him. And I really just really, uh, that was one of the things when I got a higher power that just loved me no matter what, then I could also say, well, my son has a higher power that loves him no matter what. I've heard people say God doesn't have grandchildren. So it, we each have our own higher power. Um, so that was one of the things that I had to look at. The other one was, you know, if I turned everything over to my higher power, he might want me to be a nun and I didn't want to be a nun. But what I know today is if my God, my higher power wanted me to be a nun, that desire would be planted in my heart. So I, that, that's how much I trust my higher power, is that the desire, whatever my higher power wants for me, that will be planted in me um, as a desire. And then I will be given the help to move in that direction. Um, step four, courage. That ties in with the serenity prayer too. Courage to change the things I can. But before I could even think about changing anything, I had to look at it all. And that's what this fourth step was about. And that does take courage. It really does take courage for me to look at my heart. 
It's easy to look at your part. Not so easy to look at my part. So that's what I'm, you know, that I, um, the benefit I got from that of looking at my part and, and doing multiple four steps. Um, I didn't have a really good relationship with my mother. And so I've done a number of four steps on uh, on my mother and really looking at my part in our relationship she died when i was 23 so we never really had a um an adult to adult relationship um so really looking at my part and i we were very similar um and that's why we butted heads i think so really looking at my part and looking at forgiveness because she was already gone and I was, she was, uh, but in my head, she was still living there. And being able to do those four steps and, and evicting her from my head and moving her to my heart was a big deal, was a really big deal. Um, so that was, that was a, a big one about the four step, but really just looking at um, how afraid I was. I was afraid of life. I was afraid of everything. And, and I, those people who know me now don't, they've never really seen that because I'm, I love to go and do what's the next adventure. But I was too afraid. You know, a lot of, a lot of people did their, their traveling in their 20s. Well, in, their 20, in my 20s, I had a child and I was too afraid to go anyway. So when I got to my 40s, I was ready to go ready to travel and I've been traveling ever since and I'm hoping someday this uh, shelter in place will be gone so I can travel again. Uh, step five is integrity. Integrity. So to me, integrity is about my words and my actions matching. That what I say is how I behave. That's why I think in, the, in our 12 and 12, it says uh, we don't carry the message, we are the message. That I need, to walk the, I need to walk the talk, not just talk the talk. And being able to clean out and, and look at all the things that had, had, had happened in my life and, and um, the character defects that I needed to uh, work the steps on, all came out of that of uh, step five. Step six, willingness. The spiritual principle is willingness. Willingness to let go of my character defects. Willingness to let go of my character defects. Entirely ready to have them removed. Entirely ready. Wow. I thought that would be pretty easy. Um, but what I learned is that my character defects pretty much beat me up until I was gritted teeth entirely ready. It was like everywhere I turned, there it was. So I'd be looking this way and I'd go, oh, there it is, I'm gonna turn. Oh, it's over there, turn again, oh, it's over there. It was everywhere until I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be like this anymore. I do not want to be like this anymore. And that, so the willingness, <clears throat> the willingness came uh, 
through pain, but it did come. It did come, the willingness to change. And then seventh, the humility. The humility to know that I can't make the changes. I'm not able to, just like I wasn't able to put the food down without the help of, of the program. I can't get rid of those character defects without the without being humble enough to ask. Step seven says humbly ask to have them removed. Humbly ask. You know, and, and I was always, I, I was, what does it say in the big book about um, an egomaniac with an inferiority complex? You know, I was either, I was either below or above, one or the other. And then I, and then there's also another line in, in the, um, the AA 12 and 12 that talks about being a worker among worker, a friend among, a friend among friends. You know, that's what I want to, that's what I want to do. And to have the humility of just being who I am. You know, it's interesting because um, there was a time when I would be like one way in an OA meeting. I'd be another way at work. I might, I'm definitely another way with my family. You know, so I had all these personas. And now it's like what you see is what you get. This is who I am. Um, sometimes I have a kind of a snarky sense of humor. Um, but life is meant to be laughed at. Human beings are really quite funny. We do very funny things. So, I, you know, I really look at, oh, my gosh, that's what did you do now? And it's usually pretty funny. So I'm grateful for that. But the humility of just being okay with who I am. And the other thing it says in step seven about um, don't be shocked if one of your character defects comes back. It's like, it's just the way it is. You're not perfect, Dan. You're not perfect. Try as you might. Um, eight is self-discipline. To me, eight was a lot about self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others. And being able to really look at what my part was and how would I be able to clean up that relationship? And then nine is love and love go, love is, I have to be able to love myself in order to be able to love others. So I, so being able to love myself had first, I had to forgive myself, which was step eight, forgiving, forgiving myself for the nasty things I did the behaviors that were less than perfect. To forgive myself, to forgive myself for being human, to forgive myself for not being perfect, and to forgive others for not being perfect. That was a big thing with my mother, is that um, she wasn't, she didn't behave like I wanted her to. She didn't get the script about what she was supposed to be doing. And, and, um, and it was really interesting with all of the, the, the steps that I, all the four steps that I did on my mother, how I could really finally, finally um, identify with her. If 
finally identify with her and how her life was. Um, it was a, a real breakthrough, a real breakthrough. And um, I wish that I could have another conversation with her um, adult to adult. But that's not hap that's not going to happen. But I do believe that she knows that my feeling that I have owned my part of it and and have forgiven myself and forgiven her. Ten perseverance perseverance. Ten says continued to take inventory. Continued. We were reading um uh, step seven today in the meeting I went to this morning and they were talking about, you know, in step seven, it talks about stubbornness and stubbornness can be an asset. If we look at it as perseverance, continuing, continued to take personal inventory, continued. And I, I love the steps that, that tell you exactly what, what to do. Um, and it says, when you are wrong, promptly admit it. Doesn't say if you're ever wrong. It says when. When you're wrong, this is what you do. And that's part of perseverance because if I own it, own to own up my behavior, if I own my behavior, then changes can happen. If I don't own my behavior, changes aren't going to happen. So perseverance to really stick with it. Eleven is spiritual awareness, improving our conscious contact with God, sought through prayer and meditation, and also, again, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. Again, straightforward instructions. Pray for the knowledge of my higher power's will for me and the power to carry it out. Carry it out. So very grateful that um, that's probably the best, the most important thing that's happened in my life is that because of my compulsive eating, I have developed de or am developing a relationship with a higher power because it doesn't stop. It just keeps going, that developing and seeing God everywhere and and um, being aware of other people and, and what's happening with them. And lately, you know, being home a lot, I'm out on the deck and I'm hearing the birds, the birds singing and the squirrels running on the fence and, you know, being in God's world, being present, showing up. That's a big thing. That, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I was always, you know, looking for something on the outside, something stimulating. Even though you could tell that in, in before I came to program, um, in the friends that I had, you know, that were somewhat drama trauma people. Now I don't, I don't want to be with drama trauma people. I want some, I want stuff that's more um, peaceful and serene, people who are more peaceful and serene. And the last uh, step, the 12th step, the um, spiritual principle is service. Service, I started doing service shortly after I came to program because 
it helped me feel part of. I never felt part of. Five minutes. I never felt part of. Never felt part of at all. Not in my family, not where I lived, anywhere. I always felt that I was different. And um, so it was wonderful to get into a program for, for, first of all, I felt like I really belonged. People got me. They understood what I did with food. And then I started doing service of setting up chairs or putting chairs away or, or whatever else needed to be done at the meeting level. And um, it wasn't long, too long before I was an intergroup rep and then I was on the intergroup board and, um, and just kept going, you know, at the region level, was a region rep, went to world service, um, was on the region two board before in the late 80s, early 90s, um, you know, kind of a service junkie. Um, but that's one of the things that I really have to pay attention to is that because I'm compulsive, there's compulsive over service where I raise my hand all the time. And there was a time when <clears throat> I was doing that way too often. And so I was talking to my sponsor and <clears throat> what we decided is that I couldn't say yes until I talked to her. So somebody would ask me to do something and I would say, well, I have to talk to my sponsor and I'll get back to you tomorrow or whatever. Um, because everything sounded really good at the time. And I was working full time and it turned out that one month I was gone every single weekend. And it was like, whoa, I need some of that time to, to recuperate. And that was when it's like, oh my, well, it all sounded good when I said yes. So it was like, okay, I cannot manage my own schedule. I need to be able to talk with my sponsor who, who has to listen to me when I'm going, rah, 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 I've got too many commitments. So um, that was, that, that really worked really well to be able to do that. And um, practicing these principles in all my affairs just means that I be the best person I can be one day at a time be the best person I can be one day at a time, asking God for help in the morning. You know, there's, there are three really short prayers that are very good. One is help. The second is thank you. And the third one is, wow, look what's happening in this world. Look at the beautiful sky, the wonderful ocean, the, the birds, my cat, the whatever, being in the present and seeing all those things that you can say wow about. And that's such a gift for me that I can, I can see those things now. I wasn't able to see them before. I just wasn't. So I'm um, very grateful. Was that the, the timer I just heard? No. Oh, got a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm so grateful for. I'm grateful for having all of you people in my life and for having a program that keeps me from just diving into the refrigerator, which I would have done in this, you know, shelter in place thing if I didn't have a, a program. Um, a higher power who loves me no matter what. And um, 
also the um just the the way that my life my life is beyond my wildest dreams and and a lot of that is because of the courage i got in working this program working this program has made a huge difference in my life it's because of uh it's because of you uh, and your acceptance of me that i was able to um that i was able to change who i am that I'm not the rageaholic that I was when I came into these rooms, that I'm not the self-centered person, that I'm, I'm a person who, who has a, a, a big heart that really enjoys other people. And so um, I'm excited to be here at this virtual convention. I want to congratulate the, the convention committee who just turned on a dime and said, yep, we're doing virtual. And as the board member, I'm going, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? And they were very good at actually explaining things to me so that I could under, so that I would know what was going on. Um, but thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting Region 2. And I wish you an abstinent weekend immersed in recovery. Thank you. Thank you, Anne, and I'll turn it back over to Lynn. Thank you so much.